everyone. Welcome back to the Met to Be. Today I have the newly minted Dr. Inaho, everyone. Thank you so much for being here, Ovi. How are you doing? Doing great, doing great. Awesome. Happy to have you. Congratulations on securing the big MD. How do you feel? It feels amazing, honestly. You know, uh, when you're working for some, towards something for so long, uh, to finally get there, it's like sometimes it's just surreal, you know? So, so yeah, it's just a great feeling. That's for that's so cool. I'm so happy for you. I'm sure people are so proud and you're just really basking in the win of this moment. Let us go back to the beginning, the beginning of your journey before you got into med school, before maybe even before college. What was that like for you? Why did you decide to become an MD and what was that journey like for you? Yeah, so my, you know, my journey into medicine wasn't like the straight and narrow. I, you know, it took me a while to figure out what I wanted to do, how I wanted to do it. Um, throughout most of college, I thought I wanted to pursue a different healthcare field and like physical therapy. Um, so I, I went and got my exercise science degree, um, BS from Rutgers University of New Brunswick. Um, and I was, was planning on uh, pursuing physical therapy up until actually my senior year of college um, when I decided to make a, make a pivot um, into to pre-med. Um, I did that because I began working in the hospital. I began seeing medicine practice, you know, by residents, uh, med students, attendings, things like that. Um, I was working as a physical therapy aide at the time, and um, it was really cool being able to get patients up, moving within the hospital. Um, but I also kind of wanted to understand, um, you know, more of the the pathophysiology that that they were experiencing, the physiology and and the treatment modalities. And I knew that med school would would be the the ultimately the best way to to go about doing that um, in a clinical manner. Uh, so so yeah, I, I ultimately spoke to some people, spoke to some mentors. Um, it also took seeing people like me doing medicine to know that this is something that is possible. Um, so that was another big factor in my decision to switch. Um, and um, thankfully, I was able to make that decision. And, and once I did, I, I didn't look back, you know. So That's so cool. That is so awesome. And the determination, the early mindset definitely paid off because you are here now. Um, and yeah. it's wonderful to have the dream of becoming of becoming an MD or becoming the many things that you are outside of being a doctor. Um, but I want to talk about, again, turning a dream into a vision, turning a dream into actions, rather. Um, we, have, we have the mindset, we have the grit and the rigor and all those words that we use in essays and stuff like that. But what were the practical actions you took um, once you had realized in senior year that you wanted to become um, an MD, what was the application process like for you? And like, what did you, how many times did you take the MCAT? How many times did you, how many gap years did you take? And what was, what was that, what was that time like for you? Yeah. So at the time when I decided to switch to medicine, it was my senior year. So technically it was like my fifth year. So I was doing like a one extra semester for the fall. So I walked, I walked in that spring of 2016. And I stayed for one extra semester for a few credits um, in the fall. And that was actually a semester that um, I decided to switch. Um, so within, so technically after that, I graduated in December of that year, um, officially was done with undergrad. Um, and I had already decided at that point that I wanted to switch to medicine. Um, I knew that I, at that time, didn't have the grades. So I knew I would either have to do additional schooling through like an official master's program or do something like a post-bat um, you know, program where I can get my grades a little higher and get more competitive. Um, I also needed to take a couple of uh, pre prerequisite courses, um, you know, for for med in order to apply to med school. And then, of course, the big beast, the MCAT, I had to at some point take that. Um, so, so that you 
were standing in between me and beginning medical school. So I kind of just took it one by one. I started with the pre-rec courses. There were a couple that I needed to take, like orgo, um, biochem, um, with pre-physical therapy. So I was fine with like the basic ba uh, bi biology and chemistry. Um, but, you know, those two I needed to take. Um, so I took those and I also enrolled in a master's program at Rowan University, um, the Graduate School of Biomedical Sciences. Um, um, and yeah, so I, I did that. So I, I used, used that to kind of get my grades up. I knew that this was kind of like a second chance for me to kind of really show medical committees what I can do. Um, I always knew that I was capable, but, you know, um, I knew about applying myself versus just kind of relying on my, you know, natural um, abilities or, you know, intelligence. But um, you need both. You need the hard work and also, like, you know, the, the talent there. So so I try to really apply myself and exhaust my resources because one thing I came to realize is that it's hard to really course correct if you're giving it your all as far as your effort, you know, because if, you, if you're not seeing results that you want, it could be your effort or it could be your method, you know, but you can't tell if your effort is not 100%. Um, so I, I made sure that I didn't leave anything on the table once I started that master's program. Um, and, and I was able to do well on that, uh, thank God. And then the first summer after the master's program it was a two-year program. That's when I started preparing for the MCAT. <laughs> and um, yeah, so it was a three-month prep process. I did self-study. Um, I actually started using Anki the spring semester of my first year in the master's program. And I used Anki to kind of propel me into studying for the MCAT, um, getting constant reviewing with that, UWorld, and all the other, you know, MCAT resources. Um, you know, by the grace of God, I was able to take the MCAT and, and perform well on it. Um, and it was that same summer, you know. So that's how things unfolded for me. <laughs> that's great. That's great. And I think one thing that you said that has stuck out to me, I think you said like five minutes ago, it was I always knew I was capable. And I love I love that. I love that you knew you had that in, internal locus of focus and of control and belief that you knew that you could do it. You had the determination, you had the mindset and you put in the hard work. And thankfully, everything came to fruition, like, again, by God's grace. And you did you did that. You did that. Um, so what was your experience like in med school? Did you enjoy it? Um, and were you able to find moments of like balance and moments of like enjoyment? Were you able to live your best life while in med school? Is that possible? <laughs> yeah, we can dive into all of that. Um, so med school was interesting. I think that it was a journey of highs and lows. Um, and I think that the biggest singular piece of advice that someone should have coming in is to be adaptable. You know, um, having that you know versatility and adaptability is going to be crucial throughout the process. Um, you come in as a first-year medical student, bright-eyed and wide-eyed and bushy-tailed, ready to, to to hit the ground. And med school, like it smacks you because there's just so much information. You get overloaded uh, with information. They 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 use the analogy drinking out of a fire hose, and it's it's somewhat true because there's just so much information and there's only a limited, uh, finite amount of time to to ingest that information. So the, the first couple of months are is, is a significant transition period for most students, um, myself included. Once I started to get the hang of it, then I decided to like start to find that work-life balance. Um, things that were important to me were like being able to go to the gym and see friends, see family, things like that, and, and, and do things and, and uh, you know do social activities as well when I had the time. So I slowly started to incorporate that stuff in like towards the end of my first semester of med school. But for those first couple of months, I was really locked in, just trying to, um, you know, know 
you know, how I wanted to approach studying and, and um, really balancing the school work and, and the load. And it's not just the actual uh, study materials itself. Um, these medical schools also teach you how to, you know, become a doctor. So there's a lot of adjunct or supplementary like courses mixed in. I think that once you start med school, it's important to like get your bearings and then um, eventually start to get your work-life balance in order. I think the first semester at my school was, was pretty tough with foundations. Um, things got better once you got into the systems, when you learn about the different body systems. Essentially, in med school, the first two years, you're just learning about everything. And then um, the second, the last two years, that's when you're like doing your rotations in the hospital and things like that. So each system is different. Um, and you may have exams every two to three weeks, um, things like that. So when it's an exam week or an exam's coming up, you know that, you know, um, you know, locked in or, or and things like that. But in between that time, maybe after an exam, especially if we had a Friday exam and you had like a weekend off with no lectures to catch up on or anything, then um, that was a golden opportunity to do more social activities with either classmates or your friends or family um, and kind of like, you know, take a breather. I think it's important to like strike that balance because um, med school is long. Four years is a long time. And um, it's a long time to like kind of like cut yourself off from everything, you know? Um, so it's important to find that balance. And for me, I always noticed that being able to do those things and come back to the work, uh, I was able to come back feeling rejuvenated, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so I think that it is important to find that balance. But um, of course, knowing that school school is first, um, there for a reason, and you know, you wanna perform well. Um, so, so yeah. I like that you said after you were able to pour into yourself and to do those things that gave you joy, you came back feeling rejuvenated but I also really like the transparency like at the beginning you really did have to focus and buckle down and focus on what you came to do you really did have to read your books it wasn't really yeah but once you found that balance you were able to pour into yourself which I think is very important because we work very hard medical students work very hard they commit a lot of hours to the books um, mm. sometimes you feel like you're sacrificed and that's a lot of that's a thing that people often talk about a lot and people are afraid of is sacrificing sacrificing your time sacrificing your 20s sacrificing enjoyment is, is a lot of sacrifice you know so um, it's good to hear that you're honest about yeah you do have to sacrifice a little bit but you are able to find some sort of a balance um, I want to take you back just a little bit um, so we mentioned like there are highs and lows of med school and applying to med school um, are there any moments looking back and being reflective on your journey and being done with med school and getting ready, resi ready, ready for residency? Is there any moment that you think really taught you a lot about yourself as a medical student and as a doctor? Um, is there any moment that really like now you look back and you're thankful that you went through that because it really helped you become the doctor that you are today? I think that um, for that one, I'd say probably my journey taking uh, step one, which is uh, the USMLE step one. It's the first board exam that you have to take in medical school after your first two years before you hit the, the hospital and do clinicals. Um, step one was probably the most challenging part of med school for me. Um, and for me, like, you know, I've always known that, you know, difficult times really facilitate growth. Um, so. Um, for me, you know, being at that time was so difficult. It was isolating. Um, we were still in the height of COVID and the pandemic. Um, so being able to kind of push through that and really, you know, one thing that you'll learn in medicine is that <clears throat> sometimes you have to be resourceful. You have to like really be resourceful for your patients because 
a lot of times they don't understand the hospital system. They don't understand how any of this works. And they're just kind of like, they're scared. They're anxious. This is some of the most like challenging times in their lives, you know, come, you know, having to come into the hospital, be admitted and, and things of that sort. Um, and as a doctor, you want to like successfully steward them through that process. Um, and, and it's not just about the healing, which, you know, you're, you know, we, we will facilitate that as well, but um, you're also helping them navigate the, the very complex medical, you know, um, medical healthcare industry, you know? Um, so, so just like really being resourceful um, was a big one. Um, really tapping into resources, um, people that really did well, you know, and, and were successful, how did they go about it? Really leaning on mentors and um, utilizing their resources um, and just kind of being adaptable in that moment when things are difficult and kind of holding your head and knowing that, hey, things are busy, things are difficult. I'm like studying a lot. Um, the analogy to that is as a doctor, you'll be working a lot, you know, but how do I stay afloat? How do I still, I still have these patients to take care of? I still had that test to take, you know? So um, I learned a lot from that step one study period and I was able to apply a lot of those principles once I hit the floors and I'll continue to apply that, you know, in residency now as a, you know, as a physician. So I think that, you know, as difficult as some of those times may feel in the moment, um, the growth that you gain from it is significant and it helps you when you face another challenge in the future, you'll be more equipped to handle that and, and push through. Um, there's this quote that someone said a few episodes ago, and he was like, uh, I think he said, the the challenges mold us into our becoming. So the challenges that you go through in your past, they mold you and prep you to be the best for the, ch- for the, for the task ahead of you. And it seems like your experiences have done just that for you. So that's really cool to see and really cool to hear. Let's, let's be a little bit more, you know, like reflective, and then I'll move on to the future. But now looking back on your journey, um, to the, I usually have to say this for the last question, but I think it's fitting now. Um, I usually like to ask, uh, my guests to share a word of wisdom or advice or encouragement to the MD to be someone who is applying to med school, someone who is thinking about applying to med school, but isn't as, I want to say the exact thing you said, but isn't, doesn't think they're as capable as you always knew that you were capable. Some may not mm. think that they are capable. So to someone yeah. who is not sure if they are capable, what is a word of advice, encouragement, or motivation you can pass on to them? Yeah. Um, I'd say that, you know, I've been there where you, you're doubting yourself and you don't know, you know, what the future holds, you know, because especially at that pre-med process, sometimes it is difficult to realize, um, to know, you know, what, what, the future holds, you know, because there's no guarantees, of course. It kind of goes back to our, our conversation before, like kind of really having that belief in yourself, um, knowing that you are capable and you can do this, you know. Um, medical school is difficult, but it's difficult because of the volume. So the, the pre-med um, that's going through the process, just that you will be a future doctor and you have what it takes, you are capable. It starts from there. Try to start building up that self-confidence and it starts with the, you know, the little things, you know, positive reinforcement, as you guys learn it, you know, you do one thing, really know that you're capable and really look back, look back to two years ago, a year ago, where were you at then? And look at the progress that you've made and uh, really be, take a, take a, a moment to clap for yourself when you accomplish things, you know, because um, things happen in stepwise fashion. For me, it started from the master's program, then getting involved and taking an MCAT. Things happen professionally and then you look back and before you know it, you're hitting all your goals, you know? So that's kind of how it happens. It may not all happen at once, you know, so you have to be patient with the process. 
um, and just know that you are worthy, you are capable of doing this. Um, and yeah, that's that's what I'd say because I think that that's what I would have loved to hear back then, um, and and I believe that you can do it. That was brilliant. I needed to hear it today, so thank you. Um, that was great. Honestly, I needed to hear it today. I think for me, the it happens in progressions. I definitely needed to hear that. So thank you for sharing that. Um, I think lastly, we're starting a new chapter. There's new, a lot of new things, a lot of new experiences, um, a lot of new things happening for you, which is great. What is something that you're looking forward to and excited about in this new chapter of your life? Yeah, I mean, I have, you know, I have a lot of things to celebrate and be excited for. Of course, you know, finally graduating. Um, you know, chance to that. It's been a journey. Um, it's been challenging. It's been rewarding. It's been uh, you know, emotional. It's been a, a roller coaster, you know, but we made it. Um, I think I, you know, going forward, I'll be uh, beginning my residency in about a month or so um, in physical medicine and rehabilitation. Um, so I'll be moving to Houston um, at UT Health Houston um, for my residency program. And I'm excited to be going to a new city. I've, I've, I was raised in Jersey. I was born in Nigeria, but I was raised in Jersey since I was three years old. So I've always been here, um, always been here. Um, so Jersey's home is always going to be home. Um, shout out to any Jersey heads out there. But um, it's it's uh, exciting to be in a new city. I think that any type of you know big change like that is always going to facilitate growth. And I'm all about continual self-development and growth and um, going into a new environment and being able to challenge myself in that way. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. I think it's, it's going to be a good move. Um, I'm also looking forward to the challenge of residency. Um, taking more ownership over patients, um, you know, learning at a you know, uh, exponential rate, you know, as a resident, you know, having, you know, that doctor title and, and being one of the leaders of the healthcare team um, is going to be very important to, you know, really be on my P's and Q's. And I think that is going to facilitate a ton of learning and growth as well. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to serving the community and, and helping each of the, each patient I encounter, you know, so. That's beautiful. Well, uh, from me to you and from everyone watching this episode, even if it's one person, even if it's 100,000, thank you so much for taking the time to speak to me today. Thank you for taking the time to be vulnerable and to share your story and to share words of wisdom, words of encouragement, to be transparent and to just share your life with us today. Um, we wish you the best on your journey on becoming you already are but there is a lot of again there's a lot of newness for you so that's really exciting good luck with that god bless you and honestly best of luck thank you so much thank you so much i really appreciate it no more i love what you're doing keep doing it thank you thank you guys all right thank you for watching the met to be um have a wonderful day